0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at com slash tech, all lowercase. That's com slash tech. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful week. And by the time you listen to this episode, we will be like five days away from my birthday like January 28th the following week it is your girl birthday and I am so um I'll be excited once I get my hair done then I'll be excited right now I'm looking kind of busted so I'm not really that excited but I'm gonna be cute next week and y'all y'all know this whole month of January I've been doing this whole like no fake nails no weave I've only been wearing my natural hair. I took off my fake lashes. I've been wearing no makeup. And I didn't even plan on sharing this with y'all. This is like a random tangent. Like, here I go already, y'all. But what I wanted to say was that it's crazy how God gives us these feelings. And sometimes we think that it's just a feeling. Like when I decided to do the Who is the Christian Bay series, I was like, well, you know, I'm doing this series. I'm going to also walk in this as well. So who is the Christian Babe? The Christian Bay has natural hair. The Christian Bay can wear her natural nails the christian bae can go out with no makeup on because the christian bae is confident in her skin so i really wanted that message to be put out so that's why that was one of the reasons why i decided to do this whole no makeup no weave thing for the month of january and at the beginning i thought it was just my brilliant idea but god has been using it to like inspire other people and to let other people know that like it's okay to wear your natural hair like three or four people have told me like, yeah, I'm trying to wear my hair out more. Like I really need to. And it's like, I didn't start off doing it, you know, to inspire anybody or to be an influence for anybody. I was just doing it for my own personal reasons or my own personal purposes. But with doing that, I was still walking in the influence. Like we talked about last episode, I was still walking in the influence that God gave me. So I just thought it was really, really great how God can like, use things that you feel like is just random or you feel like it's just a feeling and he uses it still to tie it with purpose and inspire others to be comfortable in their skin they're in so that was really great and I realized that revelation like over the weekend now that I got that random tangent out, like y'all, I did not even plan to say that or to share that, but I hope that it encouraged or it inspired somebody to just be who you are, like be comfortable in yourself. You can be amongst others because y'all know my friends, they got their face beat, they got their lashes, they got their bundles, like their wigs on, edges laid, and all that. But you have to be comfortable in who you are and know that you are enough bare without any extras. So, I hope that that inspires somebody. Now, for today's episode, be still. Now, if you guys don't know where that comes from, it comes from the book of Psalms in the Bible and it's chapter 46, verse 10. It's very popular. I'm pretty sure you saw it all over social media, but it says, Be still and know that I am God. Before I recorded this episode, when I was doing my quiet time and I was praying and I was talking to God, I was just letting him know, like, you know, I'm about to do the podcast. So I pray that you give me a fresh revelation and I pray that you let me know what it is that your people need to hear. And it's crazy because he had already told me this verse when I first woke up. But I thought it was just a verse for me. Y'all should be used to me doing it. Like I, I'm i literally like y'all know I'm a private person. So like when God gives me like a word or a revelation, he has to be very specific that no jazz. This is for you to tell someone else. This is for you to share it with them because I don't be in people business. Like, I just don't be in a business. So when I get a word, I be like, oh, this must be for me. What do I need to change? Like, I'm very big on self-reflection. So I'm always examining myself, examining my heart, examining my thoughts. Why did I say that? Why did I react like that? How am I coming off to this person? Like, is this a godly characteristic? Just always trying to make sure That I'm not focusing on ways that other people need to change and not doing that same homework with myself. Like usually when God places you in circumstances or situations with other people that you have relationships with, if there's any chaos, it's usually God trying to show you something that you need to change about yourself and in our world or in our generation it's so big for people to say, well, this is the problem you need to do better. But I try to train myself to think like, okay, well, if this is the problem that you two are having, what can you do? Or what could you have done differently that could have maybe resolved the issue? Like I try not to automatically point the finger. So when God brings stuff to me, I'm always testing myself. So that's why if he don't let me know, like, no, this is for somebody else. I'm just like, okay, God, so what I need to do different? Like, how can I apply this? Because I'm just so big on like solitude and self-reflection and just constantly doing whatever I need to do to be a better person. If it's going to Barnes and Nobles and reading, like I love reading. I love just journaling and really evaluating myself. Even when I journal, I like go read back over some stuff that I journal and it's just like, why were you thinking like that? Like your feelings had you thinking crazy, girl. Like that wasn't even the case. Like you didn't have any clarity, but you were writing this down and this was wrong. So I'm just big on self-reflection, which is why, I love journaling because it's like I can get my feelings out onto the paper without projecting it onto other people. And then I can come back and see why I shouldn't think like that and see areas that I need to grow in within myself. So that was another tangent. I'm sorry, y'all. If you ever need some self-reflection tips, (laughs) take some of those down. So, yeah, when God told me when I woke up, be still and know that I'm God, I thought it was just for me. That's just the word that he wanted me to have on my heart this morning. And then when I prayed about the podcast and what he wanted me to share with you guys, he reminded me like, girl, I already told you, be still and know that I am God. So then I had to take notes about what he wanted me to share with you guys. So the first thing he wanted me to share was that being still requires a high level of confidence. I didn't tell y'all to grab your genre, y'all journal. I don't feel like I should have to say it in 2020, but if y'all want me to, I will. Grab your journals. (laughs) It is Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. And the first thing that you can write down is that being still requires a high level of confidence. To do nothing is to know what you know. And y'all, that's from me originally. That ain't nobody quote. I ain't Google that. That came from your girl. Okay, I did quiet time and then God was speaking to me. But I was the vessel he chose, okay? So if you're going to quote it, put TCB at the bottom. (laughs) Okay, put God featuring TCB at the bottom. So I'll say it again. Being still requires a high level of confidence. To do nothing is to know what you know. Side note, I am recording this episode outside, you know, your girl in the nature. So if you hear a car ride by, just focus on a word. Y'all so easily distracted, like just focus, okay? <laughs> so a perfect example of what I mean by to do nothing is to know what you know is, I don't know if y'all, okay, I was big headed in high school. So maybe y'all can relate to this example. Maybe y'all can't, but y'all ever had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, like a significant other, And you've been talking to somebody, like an example for me would be like I'll talk to my friend and I'm just like, Girl, if I call him, he's gonna pick up on the first ring. Like, this is what I know, like I don't have to send him a text telling him to do it. I don't have I don't have to pop up at his mama house. I don't have to give him no warnings. Like, this is just what I know. Like, this is my nigga. I know what he do. Like, I know what he likes to eat. I can go to McDonald's and order the fish filet meal with a Sprite because I know what I know. Like, it's a certain level of confidence when you know, and it also requires a certain level of stillness. So that's why I gave the example about I don't have to ask him. I don't have to double check. I don't have to go to his house and pull up on him. Like all the extra stuff I don't have to do. I can be still and 100% confident in the fact that I know what I know. So that's what God wants us to do when it comes to his word, when it comes to the promises that he gives us. It's like, once I give you this promise, I need you to be still. I need you to be grounded in this word that I just gave you. And when people ask you about it, I want you to be so still that it's just like, I don't even need a check. I don't I don't have to do all that sis. I know what I know. So when it comes to that verse Psalm 46:10, the be still part, that's what God is calling us to do is to be so confident in what he told us that we're okay with being still like even if you don't see my man sitting in front of me know that I got a man because I know what I know like (laughs) know that I got a man and I'm still on that like I'm stiff on this because it's a fact whether you believe it or not I can be still and rest right here so that's the first part of the verse the second part of the verse goes hand in hand it says be still and know that I am God. Now, if we're sticking with the example that I gave referring to me in high school, I could easily say, be still and know that that's my nigga. Like, it goes perfectly. It would be like Christian Bay 4610. Be still and know that you'll get slapped for messing with him. Like, it goes hand in hand. But that's pertaining to a fleshly situation, because even though I could say be still and know that that's my nigga, I couldn't say be still and know that 10 years from now we're going to be together. I couldn't say that because it wasn't a definite. It wasn't an eternal definite or a consistent definite or an infinity type definite. It was just a right now, this is what I'm knowing because this is the present time. I can't speak about years to come. But we know when it's referring to God, he's the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. And his word is eternal. So when it comes to God, it's be still and know that I am God. But what does that translate to? How can we apply that to our everyday lives? So while I was thinking that while taking these notes and preparing for this podcast, God told me to go read Exodus 3.14. And it talks about God sending a man in the Bible. And he said, tell them that I am sent you because I am who I am. So with God saying that in that particular verse, what he was saying was, because I am everything, there's no one thing that you can label me as. So tell them that I am sent you, which means that with the I am, you can put whatever you need behind it because I'm all things. So with tying that, to this Bible verse that says, be still and know that I am God, how God wants us to take this verse and apply it to our lives is by saying that, be still and know that I am all of the finances that you need. I am God. I am your provider. I am your source of income. Be still and know that I have all the help you need because my word says, by my stripes, you are healed. Be still and know that I will provide for you. Be still and know that I will never forsake you. Be still and know that I will continuously forgive you because you're my child. Be still and know that I will always be here for you. It's whatever you need to go to the end of it because God is all things. So I am insert blank here. When God gave me this word to talk about on this podcast episode, I felt like it was the perfect word because it literally applies to every aspect of life. Anybody that's listening to this episode, I'm 100% certain that you can think of one area of your life where you're experiencing hurt or lack. And this word will speak to you. This word will deposit seeds of hope if you're having issues when it comes to your relationship. And for this part, I want you to actually... Think about the area of your life. And I want you to write down, like literally fill in the blank. And if you have to remind yourself every day, remind yourself, if it's a relationship, I want you to be still and know that God is a restorer. If it's you feeling sick, I want you to be still and know that God is a healer. If you if it's you struggling with your finances, I want you to be still and know that God is a provider. If you're just feeling weak, I want you to be still and know that God is your strength. If you're feeling depressed, I want you to be still and know that God gives a peace that surpasses all understanding. If you're going through issues in your business, I want you to be still and know that God is the best marketer, the best accounting, the best assistant that you can ever have. He's the best CEO. He's the best everything when it comes to business, when it comes to life in general. He is the best. So be still and know. And don't just listen to this episode and not do that homework assignment I just gave y'all. Like, I really want y'all to do it. Write down whatever it is that's weighing on you, whatever burden you have, whatever's bothering you, and then I want you to write, be still and know that and fill in the blank, okay? Now, this is the Who is the Christian based series. So, of course, I cannot do this episode and not talk about The Christian Bay and not talk about how this relates to me. So, when it relates to me, God wanted me to know to be still and know that He's the best person to run my business. So, He gave me an example in the Bible, and that's when He gave me all of these points, which I just shared with you guys. So, the book that He told me to read was the book of John, and it was chapter 21, which is Jesus in the miraculous catch of fish. So while reading this story, he let me know how it relates with my business. So if you know this story, then you know that the disciples, they were fishermen. It was like Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, and they were in some other ones and they were fishermen. So if you think about being a fisherman, it's like a business because you have to go out and you have to catch the fish and then you have to sell the fish. So that's how God showed me that it related to having a business. So then he showed me that as business owners, we can confidently assume that the people, the disciples that was running this business, they did research. We can assume that they knew the best time to go fishing. We can assume that they know what type of net to have when you go fishing. We can assume that they knew what side of the boat to drop the net in. Like When you start a business, everyone knows it's just common sense to research the business and learn how to run the business, right? So the fishermen knew all of this, but in John 21, verse four, it says they went out in a nighttime and they went to go fishing and they caught nothing. Now, I'm sure all of us can relate to that or have experienced that. At a point in time where you start a business and you get no sales or you're working on a job and you get no promotion. You join a team and you don't get a leadership position. So you're doing something, you're involved in something and you catch nothing. You get nothing back from the work that you put in and the research that you did and you feel like you did everything the right way and you get nothing back. And then in John 21, verse four, it tells us early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore and then he asked them, friends, have you caught any fish? And they said, no. The next verse, verse six says, Jesus told them, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to pull the net into the boat, back into the boat because of the large number of fish that they caught. So when I read this, I was like, whoa, like that. First of all, they went out at night. Jesus talked to them the next morning. And I'm pretty sure if they decided to go out at night, it was because they had researched or they thought that was the best time to go out. And here Jesus come the next morning, like, "Nah, go out now and throw your net on the right side of the boat. So I'm assuming they already had the net on the left side. So he's like, throw it on the right. And then you will find some. And not only did they find some, they found so many that they couldn't even pull the net back into the boat. So they had overflow. They had abundance. So when I read that, I was like, okay, God, so what are you trying to say? Like, what do you want me to tell them? And the first thing and I hope you guys still got your journals out. The first thing God wanted me to tell you guys was that we may know some things based on experience, but God always knows more and best because his knowledge outweighs research, experience and statistics. I was going to be mean and say, if y'all didn't get that, just hit the little 15 second back button, <laughs> but I'll be nice and again, we may know some things based, base, look, I'm get, see, this God don't like ugly. That's what that is. God does not like ugly. <laughs> we may know some things based on experience, but God always knows more and best because his knowledge outweighs experience, research. And statistics, everything basically, just just put everything. His knowledge outweighs everything. Period. Pooh. I love that God showed me this because it applies so much to what we experience in this time. Especially if you're an entrepreneur, you have so many guides, so many people telling you oh, five ways to be a great business owner, 10 steps to success, um, the best Instagram algorithm to follow and all this other stuff. What's the best time to post? Like That's how you're able to take stories out the Bible and apply them to real life, like real everyday life. The fishermen went out to fish at night because they probably thought that was the best time to go out. And God literally told them, In the morning to go out and that's when they caught all the fish. So if we apply that to our life or apply that to our business, we might be following what Instagram say we should be posting and how many times a day Instagram say we should be posting and God will come and say post one time in this one month and overflow and abundance comes because we're following His instructions and not the instructions of the world or not instructions based on experience and what happened last week or what the researcher told me or what this other good uh, fisher or business owner told me, but only what God says. Because what we fail to realize is that when you follow the guides that all the social media influencers put online, you can only get their level of success or their definition of, of success. You can only go as far as their instructions let you go because you're running your whole business and your whole thought process based on the blueprint that they built. So that they're as far as you can go, the Tony Gaskins and the, I don't even be, Gary somebody like, I don't even be following all of them, to be honest, like all of these people who feel like they can tell you how to run a business. If you live by that, die by that, breathe that you can only go as far as they go because you're following their instructions there. You're following their blueprint. But the second thing that God showed me was that he wants us to see that true abundance only comes from following his instructions. True abundance, prosperity, and overflow only comes from God's guidance. And what I mean by true is one, everyone's definition of abundance, overflow, and prosperity is different. What you think a lot is a lot. I might not think that's anything. To me, that might be the minimum. So how does that apply to us? That means that if I'm following the blueprint that you set out for success, I'm only going to get where you are. But what if God has so much more for me? What if God's plans was for me to pass where you are? But because I'm following you, because you're what I can see, and you're more comfortable because you put it on social media, I'm cutting myself short. So if you really want to have all that God has for you and not just what somebody else has obtained, then you have to follow God's guidance. Don't worry about how many times somebody else told you to post online. Don't worry about how they say your content should look. I was listening to um, a Mike Todd sermon. I think it was like a week ago. And he was talking about how when his ministry, his church blew up, he didn't even know like he was at home cooking or something at home, chilling with his family like a normal guy, and a post just went viral. He didn't hire a marketing team. He wasn't up all night losing sleep. And like, that's another thing because people in our generation really think that's okay. And I'm glad that God just dropped that into my spirit. Stop losing sleep over y'all business and y'all ministry. Like, baby, if it's in God's plan for you to be successful, he doesn't want it at the cost of your rest. His word says rest. Like, even he rested. On a seventh day. So if God rested, why do you think he's going to create a life for you or order steps where you have to miss out on sleep to get what he has for you? If you're missing out on sleep, you're doing too much. If you're missing out on sleep, you're, bus- you're building your business and you're in the way of God. Because because if it's for you, you it shouldn't come at the cost of your rest. God wants us to rest. Yes, you can do stuff to build your business. Yes, Faith Without Works is dead. But baby, life without sleep is dead too. Mike Todd said he went from like 4,000 followers to over 10,000 in one night. And it wasn't because he was paying for ads to be promoted online or telling people follow back for follow back, posting all the best hashtags. He was being still and knowing that when it's my time, God will make it happen. And that's what I feel like God wants everybody to remember in 2020. And that's another reason why he wanted me to make this episode. You have to be still and know that if it's in God's plan for you to blow up and get famous on social media, it's going to happen, but not just because you're manipulating it. And it may happen because you manipulate it, because there's plenty of people who build themselves up on social media. And that's why they're able to make all these memes and guidebooks and tell you how they did it. And that's fine for them. But I don't want to be successful at my expense or because I did it with my hands because I know the only thing that's going to last is what God builds. So, however long that takes, whatever it looks like, I'm going to be still and know until it comes to pass. So, you may be wondering, what does it look like to be still and know? Like, what are some tangible steps? Because we are the step generation. Like, we always want to know, okay, you're telling me to do this, but how do I do this? What are some Perks to being still and knowing how does it lead to prosperity? What does God do while you're being still? All of those questions, those are the questions that I'm going to answer on the next episode. So this is going to be part one and I'm going to do a part two of Be Still Season. And it's going to drop this Friday at 8 a.m. I am going to move the time back to mornings because so many of you guys said that you like to listen to them on the way to work. So I'm going to move it back to morning time. So this Friday at 8 a.m., I'm going to drop part two of Be Still season at 8 a.m. And it's going to talk about what does it look like being still and knowing how do you do that? What are the perks of it? How does it lead to prosperity? What does God reveal? I'm just going to drop some keys and let you guys know how God wanted me to tell you guys to be still and know in this season. Okay, so let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I just want to thank you for this cold front that you sent to Florida. I really, I, yeah, I thought I was going to say thank you for another day. <laughs> I switched it up. All right. Thank you for this cold front. If you sent to Florida, you know I've been missing Virginia weather and now you got it nice and chilly. You know, I'm sitting outside embracing it. So I just want to thank you for that. Then I want to thank you for blessing us with another day. Father God, I want to thank you for each and every person that's listening to this podcast. I pray that this episode reached whoever it is that you wanted it to reach, Father God. I pray that I said everything that you wanted me to say. And if I didn't, I pray that you remind me to drop it on Friday's episode. Father God, I thank you for these listeners. And I pray that this word deposits seeds in them, Father God, to have a new level of confidence when it comes to knowing you, when it comes to remembering the promises that you've given us in your word and that you drop into our spirits on day to days, Father God. I pray that you remind them to be still and know that you are God, know that you care about them, know that you will always provide for them. And even when the circumstances don't look like it, even when people's opinions don't line up with the word that you said, or when their mind begins to try to make them stray away from having faith, Father God, I pray that they remember this podcast and they come back to their foundation, Father God, which is your word. Father God, your word gives us a solid foundation to stand on. I pray that you constantly remind them that they're safe in your presence. They're safe with your word and your word is their strength. Shield and armor against all the things that life tries to throw at us, Father God. I thank you for using me as your vessel. I thank you for depositing in this word. And I pray that you give me many more. And I pray that you allow me to continue to feed your people and create disciples. In Jesus' name I pray. I love you. We love you. Amen. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Christian Bay Podcast. Don't forget to follow me at the Christian Bay underscore on Instagram and at the Christian Bay Podcast. Keep on sending any recommendations for podcast episodes or anything that you guys want to hear. I did not forget about the Growing Pains episode. I am going to do it when I'm prompted to do it, okay? Like, that's what I'm going to do, it, y'all, but I am going to do it. I love you guys so much. Um, don't forget, you can always email me, thechristianbay@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I will be speaking to you guys again on Friday. So don't forget to tune in 8 a.m. Y'all need to set y'all alarms and keep sending me feedback because I love it so much. Love you guys. Bye.